Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Are you an online seller? I'm giving 60 days free to help you get your orders out quickly and save on shipping. It's really cool. Go to ShipStation.com, then go to Heard Our Ad at the top and put in the coupon code TONY, T-O-N-Y. And also on Harry's Razors, I've been using them for years and we're giving you a trial set completely free. I love their products. We're going to give you a five-blade razor, lathering shave gel with aloe, and a travel blade cover. Go to harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O. More details on these sponsors and others just ahead, so please stay tuned. Welcome, I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And here are some successful entrepreneurs who provide insights and guidance you can use to move along your vision path. Listen to my shows at TonyDURSO.com or go to your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, and search for Tony D-U-R-S-O. Today's show is about amplifying your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman. Let's see what we can learn today. At the end of this interview, I'm going to do a summary recap of what we went over, so stay tuned for that. CB Hoffman and Dan Hoffman have created and self-published six faith-based books, three audiobooks, an audio drama podcast, fashion assassin podcast, and a short film about a fashion designer who is blackmailed into being an assassin, ultimately finding her way to repentance, forgiveness, and salvation. It's really cool. Here we go. Hi, CB and Dan. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. It is such an honor to have you guys on. Welcome. Thank you. It's an honor that you invited us. Yes. And the pleasure is all mine. CB, you are a high school teacher for many, many years, and I know you did a university tour for a while. You would have liked me because I graduated summa cum laude from Laverne University in California. Very That was quite an achievement. Most people don't know what that is. It's a straight A's in all classes, college and university. It was a lot of work, but I, I really like to get everything out of what I study. You wouldn't have necessarily have liked me as a teenager in high school because I think it's just too hard to just sit there and study as a teenager. You just got too much energy going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and as an English teacher, it was hard to try to make uh, English seem like a different course each year. I mean, because you guys have it for 12 years. You know? <laughs> and everyone has a cell phone now. So that's extra yeah. distracting. And speaking of English, it was my number one best class. Oh, cool. I can tell Me because too. you're very well spoken. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you know, I'm very interested. And also, Dan, you are an expert photographer, videographer. You are a designer. You have really excelled so much. So this is quite something. This is a great package to talk about writing and producing and everything. So I'm really excited about well, this. Well, thank you. I don't know. Expert seems a little bit lofty. I would say I'm uh, maybe accomplished. accomplished a few things. But <laughs> <laughs> you, you always have more to learn. Yeah, I agree. Well, and Dan, Dan, you are humble and I like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to follow your journey to success and introduce you to our audience. And let's say CB, ladies first. Let's start with you. How did it all start? What's your backstory? It started with a dream. 
it started with a dream that began. I got the, the beginning and ending lines in my own handwriting on a legal pad. And the beginning line, she was accustomed to coming here. She was an assassin. And then the ending line said, and she fell into the arms of God. Wait, hold on, CB. You uh-huh. have to say the first line with all the gravitas it deserves. You have to you say, do. she was accustomed to coming here. She was an assassin embroiled in a sultry web of blackmail and deceit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's- oh, I like that. <laughs> Tell us more. And then what? <laughs> the risks were burgeoning. Her career, her very soul, if she still had one. You know, he's got it memorized. I mean, <laughs> oh, I like it. And by the way, what caught my eye for everyone in the audience, this is totally PG rated yes. because there's no sex, there's no cursing. Yes. Hey, doesn't that make it for boring? Uh, no, because I'm an action writer. Yeah, not if the content is good. Yeah, yeah. I like action, and um, and I try to develop the the characters to fit the action. But um, there is romance. There's yeah. definitely romance. Yeah. There's just no hopping in and, bed with each other. Yeah, That's intrigue all. and murder, and you know. <laughs> yeah, and and Tony, I always said. You know, I taught over 4,000 kids, and I didn't want any of them to ever read something I wrote and me be ashamed, you know, that I wasn't, uh, my walk and my talk uh, must line up. I I can't, you know, I don't want to be a a hypocrite. So, yeah. So it's pretty I like that. I like that, CB. You're except you're honorable. Yeah. Thank you. Except for the uh, assassinations. You know? <laughs> oh, well, we'll skip that part. Uh, you know, uh, no sex, but right. kills a lot of people. Got it. Exactly. I don't think writing a sex scene with your mom would really work out. No. So, yeah. Let's skip well, that. Move on. <laughs> yeah, there's romance and they get married. Move well, on. Say anything too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trilogy. Yeah. So. Uh, Things uh, heat up. In- well, we're going to, we're going to, do I have so many comments and questions to ask about what we just went over, but I'm going to stay focused on one thing here. And CB, we've got you as a writer and author. I want to like to know, how did you come about the vision for your current success? When and where and how did it all come together for you? Well, it started with the dream and uh, I wrote and wrote all the time I was teaching. Um, I felt torn between wanting to teach and wanting to write. And um, I think it's good to let you let Dan tell you it was Dan. All right, I'll tell you the, I'll tell you what happened. I got a publisher and I signed a contract. And then two weeks after I signed it, she contacted me and said, I'm no longer in remission with my MS. I have to sign. I have to sell my um, my publication business and I can't find anybody to buy it. I'm going to have to release you from your contract. And I got really, I mean, I was just really, really decimated with that. And I thought, you know, I just don't want to write anymore. And then Dan Two months later, after this, Dan called, and I'll let him cut in here. Well, and also, Tony, so she had always been submitting it for um, to agents and to publishers, and they would always write back, it was very well written, it was interesting, there were no spelling or grammatical errors, it just doesn't meet our marketing needs at this time. And we came to find out that less than 1% of first-time authors ever get a book deal. It's kind of like a band getting a, a record deal. 
And, uh, you know, you have to have like five albums, you have to be like touring the country. And then someone's like, okay, well, I'll give you a record deal. You know, I just had seen CB like, you know, submitting these uh, year after year, and it would always come back, hey, it's, it's really cool. It's just not, you know, the right time or, you know, whatever. And so I had just graduated from school, uh, graphic design school in New York. And um, I asked her what had happened with the book. And she said, oh, it's done. And I said, what do you mean it's done? And she said, oh, you know, I'm just going to like take a break forever. And then, um, and, and I said, well, let me hear it. And then that's when she gave me that first line. And I was like, okay, okay. And oh, I, I, I tried to get, convince her to read it and she didn't even want to read it. And I said, just go get it. I was like walking home from work or something. And she went and got it. And then, so, you know, that first line led to the first paragraph, the first page before you knew it, she had read the whole first chapter. And I was like, wow, this is like really cool. So I fell in love with the content. And I was thinking, man, I have to get attached to this, you know, so uh, she doesn't submit it to some publisher. And then it's like, uh, you know, they get to design the cover and somebody else gets to make the movie. And I'm sitting here like, mm, man, you know, my mom had this really awesome thing. And, uh, and I kind of just uh, didn't get involved. So I didn't want that to happen. So we just started looking at uh, ways we could do it ourselves. And you're talking like 2008, right? So Kindle version one, it's like 400 bucks. And you're like, okay, you can read books on that. And it's $400. You know, I, you know, I just don't know. And then uh, about six months, or I don't remember if it was later that same year or the next year, but I started seeing ads for the iPad version one. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, and the price was less. And I just remember thinking, I don't know what to do with it, but I want one. And then so I took a class at NYU on how to create uh, EPUBs. Well, actually, it was just on digital publishing. So it was more for like people in the industry, but I learned that the name of the file that you create is called an EPUB. And so, and that you can use Adobe InDesign to do it. And that was like a program that I used every day as a graphic designer. And so I was like, okay, cool. So I have the program, I have the content. We just gotta figure out how to make the EPUB and then figure out who to send it to so that people can buy it. And, you know, so that's kind of where the, uh, the to do thing started, like the whole do it yourself thing. And we thought, okay, we're going to need a cover. We're going to need, you know, like all this stuff. So we just started like making like a list that quickly became five pages long. And it's funny because we've checked off five pages worth of stuff, but it's still five pages long. So it's kind of like a never ending uh, way of a to-do list. All right. Time out. My turn. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I would raise my hand, you know, but you can't see me. So Um, what... I think is really, really cool about the whole thing is that I had laid the whole book to rest and, and my future as a writer. But since then, I mean, we have, I have six books written and the first book became a trilogy because of Dan. But w- what I think is really cool is that Dan revived the whole thing. And it was, it was Dan uh, who be- started becoming my content editor. Right there, the first that first night when he asked me to read it to him, he started saying, "Oh no, you can't say anything about a taxi. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's, it's a ride share, and yeah. and you can't say anything about film. No, everything's on disc. You know? Yeah. So he he didn't change uh, the story, but he changed a lot of the the content, updated it uh, technology wise and so forth. So. That became interesting, and then just working together became interesting. And we've gone from um, the books to now we are doing our audio drama podcast. I'm loving it. I I have um, 
retired from teaching three years ago, but oh my gosh, I'm going to be so bored. But I'm not bored because I have learned how to do in GarageBand, how to do the tracks and the technology for putting in sound effects and music and oh, just mastering all of that. And I'm finding it fascinating. I, th- I think this whole thing is, is really fascinating to, to be a part of. And it was because of Dan. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about amplifying your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. As folks adapt to this changing world, we're all going to be buying more stuff online than ever before. I am. And if you're an e-commerce seller, are you ready to meet the demands of our new delivery culture? Be ready, guys, with ShipStation. Why ShipStation? Well, when you're selling online, getting a lot of orders out fast can be tough. How do you keep track of who gets what? Which shipping carrier should you use? Are you getting the best rates and so on? That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product to happy customers like me. ShipStation makes it easy. ShipStation helps online sellers of any size get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. I know I said that before, just checking that you're listening. Now, no matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, guys. It's really cool. It makes them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know you're getting the best deal, and that's good, right? No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Hey guys, and right now, the Tony D'Urso Show listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code T-O-N-Y. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in T-O-N-Y. That's ShipStation.com, then enter offer code T-O-N-Y. That's Tony. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. All right, guys, check it out and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to the Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Erso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about amplifying your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. They're doing it all on their own, from writing and editing the books, designing book covers, producing the eBooks, to recording and producing audiobooks, shooting and editing video, marketing promotion, and so much more. All right, and now back to the chat with CB and Dan. And for our audience, if you're going to engage in any kind of podcast, video, or audio, 
the Macs kind of seem to have the edge on this because it comes with GarageBand, which CB mentioned. I use it as well, and it is just so convenient to edit or tweak or or do anything. It's just baby simple. So, it, it, yeah. it, and there's no additional software to buy. So it's a bonus. Yeah, yeah, you, baby you could go simple. Go to the Mac store like five times a day, like CB <laughs> did for the first year. I used to go there frequently. Yes, <laughs> to find out what I was doing. She walks in and like, hey, CB, someone will be with you in a second. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what's the purpose for what you do? You've kind of stumbled together and put together this amazing business because you, it seems like you do everything for the author. Yeah, I, the, the whole purpose is they have an underlying, uh, all of the content has an underlying message of repentance, forgiveness, and reconciliation. And uh, that's, that's the whole goal. And everything is a nod back to God. And so we are, we feel like this is our passion and our purpose from above. And, and you know, it, it is a nod back to God, but it's also about difficult father-daughter relationships and uh, the importance of reconciling those relationships. Yeah, and real people making yeah. real mistakes. And, right, uh, real yeah, people. And dealing with yeah. it. You know, CB also has a degree in psych and she taught psych for a while, so... She really likes to get, you know, to some nitty gritty. You know what I find interesting? Your mother, son, you're not adopted and I'm not trying to be very facetious. The reason I say that is you're the only person, Dan, that I can think of in my entire history that calls his mother <laughs> something other than mom. And it's like, yeah. it's like she's this other lady. Yeah. So who's, who's mom? Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. It's funny. Yeah. So, and um, my dad now is our studio production manager and he's our PA. So I call him John sometimes too. So I'm <laughs> my brother, I'm like, yeah, you know, we're, we're uh, doing an interview with CB and John. And my brother's like, you mean mom and dad? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, wait, wait, Dan, you're not calling him J.H.? Right. I could. <laughs> could call him J.W. I'll be like, John, get Beyonce's people on the phone. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, one reason why he started calling me CB is because that's my author name. And because I haven't real, I've had difficulty seeing myself. After teaching, I've ha- I had difficulty transitioning into seeing myself as a real author, and he wanted wanted to encourage me to do that, and so he just started calling me CB. Mm-hmm. I actually get mad when she introduces herself as Carolyn. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, he like, gets really yeah. angry with me. We're, I, I want to edit that out. We 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 like the mystique here. You're yeah. CB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but and then so people like cb and like yeah it's my author name it's it's such a great conversation starter so it's like and then like here's a card we have this podcast we've you know six books you know pictures dan even makes dan even makes the the uh, business cards and the covers and yeah, CB doesn't have a choice. I, yeah, well, yeah, but I like his work. Every cover, if you go to cbhoffman.com, and that's Hoffman with two Fs and two Ns, everything you see there, Dan did graphically. Dan did that. And, and if you scroll down to the very bottom of our website, you will see a link to YouTube and Dan... Uh, directed and uh, a, a little two minute short 
short a, a film. clip of the yeah. first action scene yeah. in the first chapter of the first book. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Does it have the model that you have on the cover right now? Unfortunately, oh, she's in New York. Uh, she was a friend from church, and uh, I shot that man. It's back in 2008. But so, it's but it's got a real life yeah, highway patrolman one, in it. Oh, this one's starting my <laughs> wife. We got my wife to play Alexa. So, yeah, yeah. she's not a redhead, but, you know, she's a female yeah. close to me. And we, were on a, we were on a strict budget. We had yeah. no money to pay anybody. Yeah. It has two actors <laughs> and it's a voiceover from CB. Yeah, and but we that, had one hour. We had one hour to shoot this thing in a local church and we took an hour and a half. And then there's also some continuity problems because we filmed the interior first and then uh, and then went and then shot the outside. And uh, so but it, you can notice it's that not bad the, the way it starts is a little dark. Yeah. And then you go inside the church and you could tell it's probably a little lighter. But anyway, and, and I'll tell you truly, when that officer walked into the church with his gun drawn yeah. and his flashlight scanning everywhere. It scared, yeah, my it wife scared, the, the, scared the something out of me, and, I'll yeah. tell you that. It was, <laughs> <laughs> the focus is a little soft in some places, but you know, it's yeah. a, it's, kind of, it's, it's a good student effort. Oh, and he I'm going to check, I'm going to check that out as soon yeah. as we're done with this interview. And we're learning here how to amplify your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman. And you can find them at cbhoffman.com. And I'm going to spell that C as in Charlie, B as in Bravo, H O F F. M-A-N-N, it's the German spelling, Hoffman, two F's, two N's, cbhoffman.com. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you. And if you do go there, I hope you're not allergic to animated GIFs because I'm completely obsessed. When you go to this <laughs> website, everything is moving. I hope it's not too circusy. But, you know, like when I when I look at the still image versus like uh, an animated uh, image of uh, Alexa shooting the gun right at you, like you just... You just have to go with the animated one. I, I like the yeah, movement. He, he definitely yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> we'll check it out. All right, guys, let's get into your vision path here. And I think right off the bat, one of the first things, we've talked a little bit about this, and maybe you said everything that there is to say about it, but I would like to know, what's it like to write and self-publish and work together with family? It's just very interesting. I know that you're, you're all very spiritual. We've talked about mm-hmm. God several times here. And is is that phrase right? You say a nod to God. I'm not familiar with that. Is that what is that what that phrase is? Yeah, just made that up. Yeah, I just <laughs> I like that a nod to God. Like I had kind of been thinking about that because like the the uh, the book title on all the books is set in black letter, which is kind of a nod to the Gutenberg Bible, the first uh, you know uh, book ever printed. So that's why the the titles are set in black letter. And uh, so they are all they are all like the message of forgiveness, reconciliation, repentance. And actually, the title of the first book, Consuming Fire, is one of God's titles. Yeah. Yeah. God is a consuming fire. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it gets down into like, you know, people kind of knowing the way, getting really far away from the way and coming back and, uh, you know, relationships, you know, going really wrong and then coming back together and i like that dan and i don't mean to interject but yeah. we're talking about a female assassin that doesn't have sex or curse but yeah. she kills people see tony she's being blackmailed yeah she's being oh. blackmailed. she's actually a fashion designer and not so. only that but her dad oh. was a preacher yeah tell him and she's forced to kill people yeah well <laughs> <laughs> Well, she thinks that she is protecting her family's legacy and her dad, who was a preacher, she thinks she's protecting his legacy because of the fact that uh, he went a little bit wrong in the middle there. And uh, 
she thought he was dead. And this assassin has her believing that he's that he's oh, don't dead. give away the story, please. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to spill the beans. So but, she acquiesced to, to doing. Yeah. These, so yeah. The, the nemesis chooses her because her father had been training her to be an Olympic sharpshooter. So yeah. that was his dream. And so she was always going along with it and she was handy with the guns. And so, uh, you know, that was just kind of like her side thing, like her little like Olympics kind of uh, hobby. But all, what she really wanted to do was fashion design. So, yeah, it all comes to a head when she's telling him she's going to Paris instead of to the Olympics. And uh, that's where everything. And then there's a, this guy who's blackmailing her happened to see her running away from their home that was on fire the night that uh, she believed her her parents to have died. So he's threatening to, you know, ruin her celebrity status by bringing the police on her tail. That's very interesting. And by the way, for the audience, if you go to cbhoffman.com, you can find out more about the book. You can see the book. You can purchase the book directly from the site, right? Uh, you, there, there are links there. We don't sell yeah. it directly because it's all through Amazon, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble. But we're also on Audible, and you can buy audio books on Amazon. And so, uh, yeah, we have uh, the print books are uh, print on demand through Amazon. The e-books are available at the, the big three. And then the audio books are available, Audible and iTunes. And yeah, it's the Audible books that I recorded. The, I recorded the trilogy for Audible.com. And those recordings are what made the audio drama podcast come into being. Because, you know, you can picture, Tony, you can picture garage band and i had all the narration in the first track and then had to pull out the sections where somebody was speaking and uh set up tracks for my two sons and husband to to do their parts and i'll say their parts because believe it or not they are in the book i i uh, have a character named daniel gother and that's for dan sitting right here and I have a character named Mark Truman, and that's for Mark, our younger son. And then John Meredith, the police chief, is uh, John, my husband. And so they, they did their parts. And that's, you know, having it already recorded on Audible is what made it uh, something that was possible. Yeah, and then, we, oh, sorry, we subscribed to a, um, a stock library. So we were able to get all sorts of sound effects and uh, music, and, yeah, music, yeah. and uh, uh, car tires screeching, gunshots, people screaming—you know, the whole yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun to to learn how and, to do that. Yeah, yeah, and so the podcast is called Fashion Assassin Podcast. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about amplifying your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman. But first. It's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Times are tough right now, but Harry's is still here to help you look your best while saving you a little cash along the way. While you may or may not be making Zoom calls in your shorts or sweats, you still have to look good on top, right? Now, you didn't hear this from me, but their blades easily last me months, and I shave every day. The quality is that good, and that's why... I've been using Harry's for years. Really, I've been using them for years and I love it. You know, it's not what you can do for your razor, but what a good razor can do for you. All right, a little corny, but I'll bet you that sticks in your mind, right? 
And now here comes the special offer for our listeners. Are you ready for it? Get a Harry's trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. Harry's is a return to the essential quality durable blades at a fair price. Just two bucks per blade. They've cut out the middleman manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century, which means you get incredibly high quality blades at factory direct prices. And we all like that. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. Here it is again. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O to start shaving better today. What was that? harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O. All right, guys, check it out. Redeem your free trial and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to The Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Erso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about amplifying your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. All right, and now back to the chat with CB and Dan. We're talking to our audience here about how to amplify their DIY dreams. So let's get into some DIY projects and let's start and give some uh, tips and advice and takeaways to the audience. How can they turn their dreams into DIY projects? Ooh, that's a very broad topic. So I'm going to let CB start with the book writing and publishing. Uh, yeah, I sounds would good. Say, I, w- I would say a very important thing for any writer is not to give up be determined and if if you decide that it's better for you maybe you don't want somebody to edit what you've written or whatever your reason may be if it's better for you to to do an ebook then uh, you need to find somebody who's going to help you do that and give you instructions on how to do that of course dan learned how to do it and did that for us and if you need an editor, though, you, maybe you could find check with local universities and so forth. But for them to you recommend submit, someone to do your editing. Yeah, sorry, but before you submit it to anybody, get it copyrighted, even in a in a rough form, so that you know as it as it changes and stuff, so you don't get ripped off. Because if it's filed with uh, copyright.gov, then you're good to go. Yeah, and don't go to any other uh, copyright website. It, it better be .gov or you know. You can't really trust it. Yeah. And, um, you know, get all sorts of uh, proofreading, get friends to read it, get people, everybody you know, find a confidant, find someone that you trust, uh, just go, you know, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, we, how many times did we revise your first book, Consuming Fire? Well, I revised it 14 times before you came on board. And then we did it about seven. I don't know. So... Yeah, at least a few. I know that. But but that was the first book, and now most of the other books are are much more uh, quick. Oh yeah, and I'm going to throw in a tip here. 
as you probably know, I am a nonfiction author. I've written a couple of books, yeah, Amazon right. bestseller and so forth. I've also written some fiction books in the past, and I've produced one. I found out then at the time that, you know, an author cannot go both ways, nonfiction and fiction, because then the, I'm told, mm-hmm. I don't know that's true, but I'm told that people don't take you seriously when you write a nonfiction work. So I stopped and suspended all my fiction works, mm-hmm. and I'll probably issue them later as a, what's the, what's the word called? Um, as another name, I may or may not, but, you know, we'll see. Oh, a pen name. A pen name or something yeah. like that. But the one thing when we did write a book, we wrote a trilogy called The Good, Bad, and Gold, and we're going to change mm-hmm. the name, and it's going to go out without my name and stuff. But the one thing, and you've already mentioned this and alluded to this, CB, and I wanted to accentuate on that, is that when you're working out characters, you give them a personality. Like when we worked out the characters in our book, everyone had a total profile what the person's like, how they spoke, how they wrote, what they like. We had such personalities written for each person that when it came time to, to write the story about the various people, it just flowed because we just went into that person's profile and, and yeah. became that person. And for, alive. Yeah, and for you, you've got one is Dan, one is Mark, one is your husband. So I can see how that helps lend itself to writing the story. Yeah. It, right. It's interesting though when I'm like, Mom, I would never say that. And she's like, It's not you, it's your character. And I'm like, But you know, like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's going to be a movie funny. someday. And I'm going to, yeah. and people are going to be like, Would you do that? And I'm going to be like, No, it's the character, not me. <laughs> yeah, and they did. It was, it was interesting as they uh, started doing their voiceovers for the podcast, they started taking on uh, a connection with their character and letting me know how they would say that. I mean, sometimes Dan would stop and say, well, that's how you have them saying it in your narration, but that's not how I would say it. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, do it how you would say it. All right, now we've got the book, we've got the characters, we've got writing the book. We There's more to talk about writing the book, though. Oh, yeah. You know, but we can find that, we can YouTube it, we can search, you know, there's, there's all sorts of good advice on how to write a book. But I want to get into some of the other DIY Types such as photography techniques. You know, we started a do-it-yourself manual. We haven't finished it yet, but there are sections of it on. I have a whole section. Oh, there's a section. I have a section on writing uh, right now that's up on our website, and it's it's free if somebody wanted to download it. And uh, we do intend to to take our tips and have them available for interested people to check out yeah the the one that we have ready to go is it's at cb hoffman with two f's and two n's.com and then just put slash how to so uh there's there's one pdf on there and it's about writing but uh for photography uh you know so my love of photography started in new york city and i was going to graphic design school and one of the professors is like you know you just got to get your own slr camera learn how to use it so you can shoot some of your own ads and then you know, as you guys get better at Photoshop, you know, then you can make the stuff look better and better and better. And so I got the camera and, you know, it's just uh, practicing, practicing. And I uh, would go to B&H in New York and, and talk to the photo desk guys. And so I got a tripod. I think the biggest breakthrough for me in photography was the tripod because I would go up to the roof uh, of our building in New York at night. And then I would just uh, leave the aperture the same and just change the shutter speed. Just focus on like some buildings. 
and you know shoot anywhere from half a second to a full second to two seconds to three seconds to four seconds and then you really get a feel for how much light that is coming into the camera and then you're like okay i i kind of understand shutter speed and because it's on a tripod it's not moving so you know nothing's going to be blurry so you're like okay cool and then you uh, start playing around with the aperture and you're like okay like a 2.8 that's like super focused on the eye but the rest of the face is you know starting to get a little soft out by the edge of the hair or whatever if you're shooting a portrait and then you're like okay so if i'm shooting a landscape i might want to be more like f11 f16 and you know so then you you just start to learn how the camera like the basics work and then the the cameras uh today are much more like computers it's like 50 uh pages of menus and like a gazillion settings you have to get right and everything but you know as long as you have the aperture the shutter and and the uh the iso right um you know that's a, a great place to start and then just start looking at like uh the rules of like composition like the rule of thirds and and uh look at uh, all the best photos that you like whether it's like bird photography or and start digging into what their settings are all that stuff is available now you just do a search for it and go to youtube and search photography technique i mean you could spend a lifetime watching that stuff and and so um yeah just uh, I, i i really like photography it's a it's a cool thing and and uh, uh two other things is light it's all about the light so if you're shooting landscapes or outdoors make sure you're shooting in the morning when the light is nice and soft or in the at sunset right after the sun goes below the horizon there's that 20 minutes of golden the golden hour or golden time and uh those are when the best shots are like everything in national geographic is either sunrise or sunset there's nothing when the sun is up at noon and it's casting harsh shadows on the face And if you're shooting a person, try to find a tree somewhere, try to, to get some soft light on the face cuz those harsh shadows are just bad. That is so true, Dan. I used to be a little photographer novice way back when. That's actually how my wife and I met 26 cool. 26 years ago. Yeah. That was our first date was going out and shooting photos. Back then it was just a SLR. We did not have a tripod. That was what yeah. was wrong. <laughs> but yeah. but we just went out for a long time. It's just so much fun. Yeah. Let's just call it the old fashioned with the aperture and the setting and yeah. you know playing with, with the dials speed. and yeah. and speed and yeah. it was just so much fun to just see, "Oh, that's how you take the shot." It was just so much fun. Yeah. Was that back on film camera so you had to wait and get the film developed and see if it was any good? Exactly. You would yeah. never know and it yeah. would be like a wait like did it come out good and yeah. then it was like, yeah. "Oh, this came out bad." Well, then you have to remember, "How did I shoot this one that came out so bad?" So it's all changed, but yeah. it is just so much fun. Yeah. Cool, man. That's I want to ask Tony a question just for a moment. Another take on writing. And since you're also a writer, Tony Did you find that you started developing more uh as a writer with each additional book? Oh, there's no doubt about it. My first book that I ever wrote was a science fiction book, never published it called The Princess of Shikan. Oh. And the reason I never published that book was a 100-page novel or novella, it could have been filled out. The reason I never published it is within about literally a year after i wrote it completed it i was looking for publishers one of the scenes in the book came out in one of the star wars episodes oh wow. and i thought this is horrible and then <laughs> and then a year two or three later i forget exactly when a car came out 
with the name of my my heroine. Oh my and her God. name, it's the exact spelling, which I thought was very unique. And oh. I thought people are going to just think I copied other people. And I just I just stopped writing and I, oh. I've never published it. Well, you know, with our main character name being named Alexa, we came up with that name long before they came up Amazon. with the Alexa. <laughs> I, I believe you, CB. I believe you. <laughs> Someday I want to be able to say, Alexa, play Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you but, go. but I asked you for a, for a reason because I realized that I truly, I thought, you know, with the first book, I thought, oh, gee, I don't know this it, how high a level this is written on. I don't know, you know, but with each additional book, uh, I did develop to a, a higher standard and level. And I just want to tell people who, who like to write, don't give up. If you don't think your first book is all that great, write the next one anyway. Mm-hmm. Do it and find out, you know, what you can do. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about amplifying your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. When I was 19, the world had typewriters and telex machines. The internet didn't exist or any of the devices that you use today. I got a job in corporate America as a typist slash proofreader. Now, I didn't know how to type, and I know what you're asking. What was he thinking, right? Well, I went to the library and I got a typing book and I learned how to type fast. And I was taught many proofreading skills. I got so good at proofreading that I could just glance at something and find the typos. And to this day, I find typos in magazines, on TV, in books, on billboards. You name it, I find them. And this is why we need Grammarly today. The typos are so rampant that you probably get immune to them. But they're out there. For family emails, that's okay, but for your blogs, your social media, your books, your company materials, and so forth, the typo can mean the difference between closing that deal or having your prospect go to a competitor. It really can make the difference. This is serious if you're serious about your business. That's why I endorse Grammarly, and there's so much more. Check this out. Whether you're communicating with your team online or working on a project, Grammarly is the digital writing tool you can always rely on to get your message across clearly and effectively. Grammarly works across multiple platforms, including Gmail, Google Docs, and Slack. And there's more to writing well than catching spelling mistakes. Grammarly can help you write confidently no matter where you are. Grammarly is the digital writing assistant that helps more than 20 million people put their best words forward. And hey, signing up for a Grammarly account is free and gives you real-time spelling and grammar checks as you write. It works where you work so you can communicate with clarity and confidence on every platform. Do you want deeper insights on your writing? Grammarly Premium gives you advanced feedback on tone, word choice, punctuation, and more. I use Grammarly because it's so fast. Faster than me, that's casual, or faster than I, that's formal. I use Grammarly Premium to go through my next book to assist me not only in finding typos after my rewrites, but to help me fine-tune the very specific and exact style for my book. The customizable feature is super brilliant. I can set it to help make my writing formal, casual, or anything in between. You get tailored writing instructions 
based on your goals and audience. You can set the tone, establish the intent, and there's so much more. I love it. Okay, guys, get 20% off Grammarly Premium when you sign up at Grammarly.com slash D-U-R-S-O. That's 20% off Grammarly Premium at Grammarly.com slash D-U-R-S-O. Let's spell that out. G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. Grammarly.com slash D-U-R-S-O. Grammarly.com slash D-U-R-S-O. All right, guys, check it out. Sign up and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about amplifying your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. CB resides in Orlando with her husband, John. They have two sons, Dan, co-author, an art director and photographer who resided in New York City for 12 years, and Mark, a computer tech with a BS in computer science, residing in Sanford, Florida. Their faith is a driving force behind the major themes in their books. And now back to the chat with CB and Dan. And Tony, you know, I think if you wrote a scene that ended up in Star Wars, to me, that's confirmation that you're doing it right. So yeah. just uh, don't stop oh, with that. Well, people are going to think that I copied and well, like, why did you write a book? Yeah. Well, yeah. But actually, believe it or not, since I went into nonfiction more, I find every time I write, I've developed my own style. It's not like turning in a paper or anything in, in universities, which mm-hmm. is a whole different style of writing uh-huh. that you're very familiar with. And the students in my audience are familiar with. I write slightly more personal, more blogger style, but yet on a polished style. But I do have some, what's it called? Dangling um, participles. Dangling participles. I just can't seem to get rid of them, Dan. It's in my speech <laughs> from growing up in Chicago. See, but And I leave it in because for bloggers, it's okay. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of write in that style. Yeah. Well, you know, to tell the truth, uh, to some extent, having those in there, a lot of of uh, readers can identify. Uh, give us an example of a dangling participle, either of you guys, because I'm. Uh... Well, what do you do the most uh, that you don't like, Tony? What do I do the most with of? dangling participles? Give give us an example of a sentence that has one. Uh, I, it's the way I speak. I, I speak with dangling participles <laughs> a lot of the time. Uh, it's where you have, let's say, a, a preposition at the end, like of or about. Or, I know. Yeah. It's or, like people saying, where are you going to? Well, you don't need to. Right. Just where are you going? Yeah. Try, to ch- try to take the, the participle at the end and, and turn it into a, a question mark, if you're asking a question. Or well, it's, it's the way I think, CB. Yeah. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I, I, I dangle. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, but but that's that's you know more relatable for yeah. a lot of people because we kind of mutilate the uh, King's English in mm-hmm. America. <laughs> and then there's the first person and the second person and the third person in the same paragraph. Well, I solved that mm-hmm. with nonfiction writing. I make very simple and I've and I have changed over the years. When I write, I try very hard to one or two sentence, that's the paragraph. Mm-hmm. Next one or two. It's it there's a lot of white space I've learned. Back then, when I read books, 
It was a whole page was one paragraph. You don't do that anymore. No, Even in fiction, you yeah. can't. No, People yeah. will throw the book away. So yeah. no, it's got to no, have white no, space. It's got to no. be in bursts of yeah. concepts. So yeah. so I, I've, I've just had to develop a lot of that. Yeah. Especially on the web. Uh, two sentences is a paragraph. Sometimes yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's move along on the DIY stuff here. And let's let's give some tips to our audience on, for example, You've had to set up a sound studio. We talked about GarageBand, which comes oh, really well with right. Apple. What about the rest? Ooh, so I was still in New York, and so we had re- uh, turned the first book into the audio or to the ebook. And I said, you know, CB, people don't have time to sit down. I'm always on the train, you know. And then I would be calling her on the way home from work, and she'd be reading, and we'd be collaborating, you know, while I was walking. And then I said, people are always on the move. People are always in the car. Or, you know, it was train commuting, you know, something or at the gym or walking. And, and I said, we audio is going to become a big thing because audio like year over year is, uh, I think, up about 30 percent. And uh, I have to check those numbers. But so I said, we got to do that. So I went back to B&H and I said, OK, this is what we want to do. And we want like pretty good stuff, but we don't want to break the bank because, you know, you could spend a grand on a microphone, you know, or, or more. So. We went in there and said, oh, this is what I need for my mom. And they said, okay, all right. I think you could do like an AKG 220 mic. That's, uh, was that about 200 bucks back then? And then like, you need the little cable. We need, we got the little road boom arm, a little, um, a filter, you know, like the little pop filter. And it all plugs into a PreSonos audio box I1 with two inputs. And then uh, that goes to a headphone jack because we each have a, a set of headphones. So, you know, we got the whole kit for a couple hundred bucks. And then uh, with CB going to um, the Apple store and, and um, you know, befriending some musicians and stuff, we were able to get this thing hooked up and, uh, and finally to a good uh, point where we can use it. And she's now recorded three audiobooks on all this stuff. And, and Dan designed and uh, John helped him put up a uh, soundboard. Is that what that's called? Oh, it's like a diffuser behind yeah. the wall. Yes. It's, it's basically like little chopped blocks of wood that we glued, like hot glued to a big board so that it, it breaks up so the sound doesn't just bounce against the flat wall. We found a little bit of outside noise. Uh, you know, we're in Florida. You know, there's a lot of birds. We even have uh, cranes that come walking by and squawking loudly <laughs> and so forth. So um, what we wound up doing was putting... A, a sheet of yeah. a sheet of plywood up in the on the outside of the window to try to uh, diffuse the noise, mm-hmm. and then what was that we put on the inside of the window? Some foam. Some foam. Yeah. yeah. You can't see out the window anymore, but it's no. much more quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've got one last question here. We've covered a lot of ground. We've covered some great resources to share with our audience throughout this show. And by the way, I used to call my audience visionaries and my wife was saying that that's just kind of passe you don't you don't go and say people are visionaries anymore so we're going to call my audience the success squad and see how that plays we've shared some resources with our success squad and what we like to know you guys are very successful you've done so well what personal habits contribute to your vision success Oh my gosh. Uh, first of all, I want to know if you copyrighted that uh, success uh, squad. <laughs> you should, yeah. Well, I, I've announced it on my show, so that's a start, but no, yeah. it has yeah. And it'll be copyrighted soon enough before this, before this airs. Good. 
first of all, work with with each other. And if you get angry or you have a bad uh, session, then uh, forgive each other right away and get back to it. Don't let anything uh, get in the way of your progress. Yeah. And, you know, one of the biggest lessons I learned in graphic design school was to keep pushing yourself because you kind of want to just get the project done and move on to the next and you want to turn stuff out. But if it really matters, you got to take that extra time to make sure that it's really perfect because nobody is going to look at a book cover or something and think, uh, wow, I bet he spent a lot of time on this. They're just going to figure out if they like it or don't like it with, you know, within three seconds. And we set up two dry erase boards with our goals. Mm -hmm. Uh, What have we accomplished? What do we need to accomplish? And uh, try to keep the goals reasonable and not be, you know, expecting more than we could possibly do. Yeah. And just constant activity. If you're really passionate about it, you know, you won't have to, you won't have a hard time finding time to work on it. Uh, usually what would happen is we would be working on it so much that other stuff would uh, get neglected. So, you know, it's just um, trying to find a balance and uh, and just, you know, stay passionate about it and believe in it. And I think having someone to help you with it is big. Now we, we have my wife helping with social media and we got John on board and Mark helps out with a lot of stuff. And so now we have uh, like a nice full crew go in and, um, you know, it's it's makes a big difference because some things you want to do, like the business part is always the hard part. You yeah. know, like you just want to write, but then, you know, you got to get out and tell people about it and you got to, you know, go promote it and you got to do all the unfun stuff. So that's the, uh, the hard part. Yeah. You know, I'm going to throw in one last question. There's okay. five, there's five of you. There's five here and you're all working and you've built this incredible empire. Do you ever have a off, what's it, what's it called? Uh, your offline no business, just family only time. Mm, eh, yeah, we did on Christmas. We went to Disney World. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to see the Star Wars uh, movie. Uh, yeah, attraction. We, we squeeze it up. in. We squeeze it in here and there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Once again, we learned how to amplify your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman, and you can find them at CB Hoffman. Com. That's C-B-H-O-F-F-M-A-N-N.com. And if you put a slash how to, you can get some cool DIY downloads courtesy of CB and Dan. Guys, I just had an absolute blast. I barely touched the questions. That I, <laughs> I got the next the next round of uh, assassinations here. I guess we got to bring Ooh. you back for some updates. Yeah, I was well, going to say, we, do. we yeah. love talking with you. Yeah, when is your next season or, or how often do you get guests back on? Probably once, I would say once a year-ish. So, so in our calendar we, for this day, 2021... We'll be back on Tony Durso. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Hit me up at the end of this later on this year when you've got some a good update, and we'll start building uh, and seeing what we can do. Awesome, man! Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, thank you guys once again. I really had a blast. I loved it. Oh, thank you. We did too. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Success Squad! Thanks for hanging out with me while I featured some elite entrepreneurs who took their vision to reality. I hope this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. I learned so much about the inner depths of doing audiobooks and writing books and the covers. And I know I've done some of it, but I haven't done it all myself before. These guys took it all to a whole nother level and they became super successful at it. So many great insights. So how did you like it? 
We talked about amplifying your DIY dreams with CB and Dan Hoffman. For CB, it started with a dream. She got the beginning and ending lines for her book. From there, she just needed to fiddle it all in. Then she got a publishing contract, but after her publisher got sick and had to cancel the contract, CB felt it was over. Her son Dan rejuvenated the project, and the rest is history. The takeaway here is that when you get bad news or even a cancellation on something of importance, this is when you need to refresh on your vision and your purpose. This is when you need your mentor the most, or a partner, or someone who can help guide you. You wouldn't be driving cars now if Ford gave up after the first few failures. And he had a ton of them in working out the V8 engine, for example. A ton. Check it out. When something threatens your dream, remember this and don't give up, even if it seems you have nowhere to turn. This point is where classics are born. From there, CB and Dan went to a multiple of books, audiobooks, podcasts, and so forth. Impressive. That's the power of having the right mentor or partner. I spoke about my fiction book story earlier, and as I've now made my final decision, here's how it's all going to play out. I'm reissuing the trilogy with a better fitting name that is more accurate, and I'm keeping my name on the book. There are some minor adjustments in this book from the earlier release title of The Good, Bad, and Gold. If you read that one, you should read this updated edition before going on to book two. The new book series is called Iman of Atlantis. Book one is The Pursuit. Book two is Dark Horizons. You'll find the manuscript editions show up on my homepage, TonyDURSO.com, at some point in the not-too-distant future. And maybe, once I'm done getting those out, I may revisit publishing The Princess of Shikan with an historical note of what happened and why I never published it. We'll see. There's so much I got out of this interview. What did you get? I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Feel free to reach out to me. Okay, guys, now grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. It always starts with a decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The free ebook is at TonyDURSO.com. And you can pick up the audio version and the training class too. Highly recommended. I created my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. You can do it too. Let's help you move on your journey to success. And if you have any Apple device or access to Apple podcasts, please look up my name, Tony D-U-R-S-O, and subscribe to my show. A kind review there will get you tremendous appreciation. Back in return. Thanks and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 